Welcome to the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. This podcast will be a sharing of part of my morning routine as I prepare for the day with the Word of God. We will be partaking of Puritan prayers from the Valley of Vision, each day's morning devotional from Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Morning and Evening, and we'll be reading from the Legacy Standard Bible, which is the newest and, I believe, the most accurate translation of the Word of God. We will be following a Bible reading calendar that provides for reading the whole Bible in a year that was created by Minister Robert Murray McShane for his congregation back in 1842, and that has been a part of my daily reading for over six years now. Good morning and welcome to the Sunday, December 17th episode of the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. I'm Wayne Floyd, your host. Faith Comes From Hearing podcast is a humble member of the Christian podcast community. You can find us over at christianpodcastcommunity.org. A lot of great listening over there. Over 60 well-curated podcasts, wide, wide variety of topic areas, all approached from a biblical worldview. My brothers and sisters in Christ over there doing some great, great work for the kingdom. So I would encourage you to go on over there. I will guarantee you if you get over there, you're going to find something you want to listen to. And there's a really good chance you're going to find more over there to listen to than you actually have time to listen to it in. All right. Well, uh, let's see. I also want to point you at the next to last link in our show notes. It is for the Vail Valley Baptist Church Gives and Go campaign. We are striving to rapidly pay off our mortgage so that we can commence establishment of a Christian classic education-based school to provide a trustworthy alternative here within our community. Um, so Pastor Jay's provided a very thorough description over there. So go ahead and take a read. And then we would ask three things of you. We'd ask you to pray for us. We'd ask you to prayerfully consider giving to us. And we'd ask you to pass that link along so that others can do the same. And we do want to let you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to really necessarily divulge numbers, but I can tell you, we, we as a church are making huge, huge strides on our mortgage. We still need a lot of help. Um, we're, we're very much saddled with a very large mortgage. Um, but we want to rapidly pay it off. And we've, like I said, we've been making huge strides to do so, but we can definitely use the help because I mean, the minute we get that paid off, um, we've got to turn around and start establishing. We're going to need to be looking into building and adding on, um, as well as, you know, obviously lose using the existing, um, real estate, the, the existing building and stuff that we have. But so any and all help, you know, again, prayerfully consider giving, but, but we understand, but anyways, just wanted to point you there. Um, also, um, we would encourage you to, uh, if you haven't already worshiped with the saints this week, we would definitely encourage you to do so. Wow. I'm trying to find my mouse and I can't find it. We would encourage you to do so, but if you are physically unable to do so, please join us. We will be live streaming at 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook at Vale Valley Baptist Church and on Twitter at at VVB Church. So we'd love to have you join us, Pastor Jay, continuing on in the study of Matthew. Um, so we, again, we'd love to have you there. All right. Well, with it being a Sunday, we're not doing Bible study. And again, I, I, I want to indicate to you again. I'm not going to be doing Bible study during this coming week. Um, I may be doing a little bit. I may be, I've got a few things I want to say considering the week we're leading up to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and the celebration of Christ's birth. So I may speak a little bit on that as we move through, but I'm not going to really have notes or anything like that. So I may repeat myself. Sorry if I do, but I need to be putting time in to my, to my work on my Christmas, my part of the Christmas Eve message. So I, I really need to take time on that. 
Um, and what I will do once we've done our Christmas Eve service and the live stream is out there, I will be pulling the audio for the message and I will be posting it up here on the, here on um, the podcast. Once I've talked to our pastor and my, my, my buddy, Randy, uh, one of our elders who will also be preaching. So, um, all right, well, let's go ahead and get in again. We're going to be doing our reading. Uh, like I've said before, we are in, um, the end of our Bible reading plan. We're closing up on the end of it. Um, I think I indicated we are going to continue on with this same Bible reading plan next year. I found some devotions. I, as much as I love Spurgeon's, we've been doing it for almost a year and a half. So I want to try something else devotion wise. I've got a couple of different ideas um, that I'm looking at. I am trying to get, get an idea for maybe some other prayers. I love Valley of Vision. Again, I think they are wonderful and I don't think you can ever go wrong staying with Valley of Vision, but I want to see if I can find some other prayers as well. So let's go ahead and open up this morning with the Lord's Day morning prayer. Let's pray. O maker and upholder of all things, day and night are thine. They are also mine from thee, the night to rid me of the cares of the day, to refresh my weary body, to renew my natural strength, the day to summon me to new activities, to give me opportunity to glorify thee, to serve my generation, to acquire knowledge, holiness, eternal life. But one day above all days is made especially for thy honor and my improvement. The Sabbath reminds me of thy rest from creation, of the resurrection of my Savior, of his entering into repose. Thy house is mine, but I am unworthy to meet thee there, and I am un and am unfit for spiritual service. When I enter it, I come before thee as a sinner, condemned by conscience and thy word. For I am still in the body and in the wilderness, ignorant, weak, in danger, and in need of thine aid, but encouraged by thy all-sufficient grace. Let me go to thy house with a lively hope of meeting thee, knowing that there thou wilt come to me and give me peace." My soul is drawn out to thee in longing desires, for thy presence in the sanctuary, at the table, where all are entertained, on a feast of good things. Let me, before the broken elements, emblems of thy dying love, cry to thee with broken heart for grace and forgiveness. I long for that blissful communion of thy people, in thy eternal house, in the perfect kingdom. These are they that follow the Lamb. May I be of their company." Amen. All right, our morning devotion from Spurgeon's Morning and Evening. The text for it is from Jeremiah 2 2. I remember me. I remember thee. Sorry. Let us note that Christ delights to think upon his church and to look upon her beauty. As the bird returneth often to its nest, and as the wayfarer hastens to his home, so doth the mind continually pursue the object of its choice. We cannot look too often upon that face which we love. We desire always to have our precious things in our sight. It is even so with our Lord Jesus. From all eternity his delights were with the sons of men. His thoughts rolled onward to the time when his elect should be born into the world. He viewed them in the mirror of his foreknowledge. In thy book, he says, all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. Psalm 139.16 when the world was set upon its pillars, he was there, and he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. Many a time before his incarnation, he descended to this lower earth in the similitude of a man on the plains of Mamre. 
Genesis 18, by the brook of Jabbok, Genesis 32, 24-30, beneath the walls of Jericho, Joshua 5, 13, and in the fiery furnace of Babylon, Daniel 3, 19, 25. The Son of Man visited his people, because his soul delighted in them, he could not rest away from them. For his heart longed after them, never were they absent from his heart, for he had written their names upon his hands and graven them upon his side, as the breastplate containing the name of the tribes of Israel was the most brilliant ornament worn by the high priest. So the names of Christ's elect were his most precious jewel, and glittered on his heart. We may often forget to meditate upon the perfections of our Lord, but he never ceases to remember us. Let us chide ourselves for past forgetfulness, and pray for grace ever to bear him in fondest remembrance. Lord, paint upon the eyeballs of my soul the image of thy Son. Alright, well, let's see, we're moving into a new minor prophet. We're going to do Nahum 1, 2, and 3, Revelation 8, Psalm 136, and Proverbs 30, verses 7 through 9. Let me get a drink here, some Sprite. Mm. All right. All right. So Nahum 1, the Oracle of Nineveh, the book of the vision of Nahum, the Elkishite. A jealous and avenging God is Yahweh. Yahweh is avenging and wrathful. Yahweh is avenging against his adversaries, and he keeps his anger for his enemies. Yahweh is slow to anger and great in power, and Yahweh will by no means leave the guilty unpunished. And whirlwind and storm is his way, and clouds are the dust beneath his feet. He rebukes the sea and makes it dry. He dries up all the rivers. Bashan and Carmel languish. The blossoms of Lebanon languish. Mountains quake because of him, and the hills melt. Indeed, the earth is upheaved by his presence, the world and all the inhabitants in it. Who can stand before his indignation? Who can endure the burning of his anger? His wrath is poured out like fire, and the rocks are torn down by him. Yahweh is good, a strong defense in the day of distress, and he knows those who take refuge in him, but with an overflowing flood. He will make a complete destruction of its place, and will pursue his enemies into darkness. Whatever you devise against Yahweh, he will make a complete destruction of it. Distress will not rise up twice. Like tangled thorns, and like those who are drunken with their drink, they are consumed, as stubbly full. Uh, sorry, as stubble fully dried up. From you have gone forth one who devised evil against Yahweh, a vile counselor. Thus says Yahweh, though they are at full strength and likewise many, even so they will be cut off and pass away. Though I have afflicted you, I will afflict you no longer. So now I will break his yoke bar from upon you, and I will break your hands, up, your bands apart. Excuse me, and Yahweh has commanded concerning you, there will no longer be seed from your name, from the house of your gods. I will cut off graven image and molten image. I will prepare your grave, for you are contemptible. Behold, on the mountains the feet of him who proclaims good news, who announces peace. Celebrate your feasts, O Judah. Pay your vows. For never again will the vile one pass through you. He is cut off completely. Alright, Nahum 2. The one who scatters has come against you. Guard the fortification, watch the road. Strengthen your loins, instill your power with exceeding courage. For Yahweh will restore the majesty of Jacob, 
like the majesty of Israel, even though those who empty them have emptied them to destruction and ruined their vine branches. The shields of his mighty men are colored red, the valiant men are dressed in scarlet, the chariots are enveloped in flashing steel. When he set it, when he is set up to march, and the cypress spears are brandished. The chariots race madly in the streets. They rush wildly in the squares. Their appearance is like torches. They dash to and fro like lightning flashes. He remembers his mighty ones. They stumble in their march. They hurry to her wall, and the man mandalet is set up. The gates of the rivers are opened, and the palace is melted away. So it stands fixed. She is exiled. She is carried away. And her maidservants are moaning like the sound of doves, beating on their hearts. Though Nineveh was like a pool of water throughout her days, now they are fleeing. Stand, stand, but no one turns back. Plunder the silver, plunder the gold, and there is no limit to the treasure. Wealth from every kind of desirable object. She is emptied, yes, she is emptied out and eviscerated. Hearts are melting and knees knocking. Also anguish is in all their loins, and all their faces turn pale. Where is the den of the lions, and the feeding place of the young lions? where the lion, lioness, and lion's cub prowled, with nothing to make them tremble. The lion tore enough for its cubs, and strangled enough for its lioness, and filled its lairs with torn-up prey, and its dens with torn-up flesh. Behold, I am against you, declares, Lord, declares Yahweh of hosts, and I will burn up her chariots in smoke, and a sword will devour, devour your young lions, and I will cut off your prey from the land, and no longer will the voice of your messengers be heard. Nahum 3. Woe to the city of bloodshed, completely full of deception and pillage. Her prey never departs. The sound of the whip and the sound of the rumbling of the wheel, galloping horses and bounding chariots, horsemen charging and swords flaming and spears flashing, many slain, a mass of corpses, and there is no end to dead bodies. They stumble over the dead bodies, all because of the many harlotries of the harlot, the charming one, the mistress of sorceries, who sells nations by her harlotries and families by her sorceries. Behold, I am against you, declares Yahweh of hosts, and I will uncover your skirts over your face and show to the nations your nakedness and to the kingdoms your disgrace. I will throw detestable filth on you and display you as a wicked fool and set you up as a spectacle. And it will be that all who see you will flee from you and say, Nineveh is devastated. Who will console her? Where will I seek comforters for you? Are you better than Noaman, which sits along the waters of the Nile, with water surrounding her, whose, ramparts was, whose rampart was the sea, whose wall consisted of the sea? Ethiopia was her might, and Egypt too without end. Put and Lubim were among her helpers, Yet she became an exile. She went into captivity. Also her infants were dashed to pieces at the head of every street. They cast lots for her honorable men, and all her great men were bound with fetters. You too will become drunk. You will be hidden. You too will search for a strong defense from the enemy. All your fortifications are fig trees with ripe fruit. When shaken, they fall into the eater's mouth. Behold, your people are women in your midst. The gates of your land are opened wide to your enemies. Fire consumes your gate bars. Draw for yourself water for the siege. Strengthen your fortifications. Go into the clay and tread the mortar. Take hold of the brick mold. There fire will consume you. The sword will cut you down. It will consume you as the locust does. 
Multiply yourself like the creeping locust. Multiply yourself like the swarming locust. You have increased your traitors more than the stars of heaven. The creeping locust strips and flies away. Your guardsmen are like the swarming locust. Your marshals are like a locust swarm, encamping in the stone walls on a cold day. The sun rises and they flee, and the place where they are it they are is not known. Your shepherds are sleeping, O king of Assyria. Your mighty ones are lying down. Your people are scattered on the mountains, and there is no one to regather them. There is no relief for your breakdown. Your wound is incurable. All who hear the report about you will clap their hands over you. For on whom has not your evil passed continually? All right, Revelation 8. And I'm sorry, I'm going to get a little bit of Sprite here. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. Then I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and much incense was given to him, so that he might, might add it to the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense went up with the prayers of the saints out of the angel's hands, hand before God. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with the fire of the altar, and threw it to the earth. And there followed peals of thunder, and sounds, and flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. And the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound them. And the first sounded, and there came hail and fire mixed with blood, and they were thrown to the earth, and a third of the earth was burned up, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. And the second angel sounded, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood. And a third of the creatures which were in the sea, those which had life, died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. And the third angel sounded, and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch, and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of waters. And a name, sorry, and the name of the star is called Wormwood. And a third of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died from the waters, because they were made bitter. And the fourth angel sounded, and a third of the sun, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars were struck, so that a third of them would be darkened, and the day would not shine for a third of it, and the night in the same way. Then I looked, and I heard an eagle flying in mid-heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to those who dwell on the earth, because of the remaining blasts of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. Alright, Psalm 136, and again, this is another longer one than what we've been dealing with. Give thanks to Yahweh, for he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his loving kindness endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who alone does great wonder, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who made the heavens with skill, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who spread out the earth above the waters. For his loving kindness endures forever. To him who made the great lights, for his loving kindness endures forever. The sun to rule by day, for his loving kindness endures forever. The moon and stars to rule by night, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who struck the Egyptians through their firstborn, for his loving kindness endures forever. Then brought Israel out from their midst, for his loving kindness endures forever. With a strong hand and an outstretched arm, 
for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who divided the Red Sea in two, for his loving kindness endures forever, and made Israel pass through the midst of it, for his loving kindness endures forever. But he overthrew Pharaoh and his army in the Red Sea, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who led his people through the wilderness, for his loving kindness endures forever. To him who struck great kings, for his loving kindness endures forever, and killed mighty kings, for his loving kindness endures forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his loving kindness endures forever, and Og, king of Bashan, for his loving kindness endures forever, and gave their land as an inheritance, for his loving kindness endures forever, even an inheritance to Israel his servant, for his loving kindness endures forever who remembered us in our low estate, for his loving kindness endures forever, and has snatched us from our adversaries, for his loving kindness endures forever, who gives food to all flesh, for his loving kindness endures forever, give thanks to the God of heaven, for his loving kindness endures forever. All right. And finally, Proverbs 30, verses 7 through 9. Two things I asked of you. Do not withhold from me before I die. Keep worthlessness and every false word far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is my portion, lest I be full and deny you and say, Who is Yahweh? Or lest I be impoverished and steal and profane the name of my God. All right, that is our reading for the day. I'll see our evening devotion from Spurgeon's Morning and Evening. The text is from John 10:9. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Jesus, the great I am, is the entrance into the true church and the way of access to God himself. He gives to the man who comes to God by him four choice privileges. He shall be saved. The fugitive manslayer passed the gate of the city of refuge and was safe. Noah entered the door of the ark and was secure. None can be lost who take Jesus as the door of faith to their souls. Entrance through Jesus into peace is the guarantee of entrance by the same door into heaven. Jesus is the only door, an open door, a wide door, a safe door, and blessed is he who rests all his hope of admission to glory upon the crucified Redeemer. He shall go in. He shall be privileged to go in among the divine family, sharing the children's bread and participating in all their honors and enjoyments. He shall go into the chamber of chambers of communion, to the banquets of love, to the treasures of the covenant, to the storehouses of the promises. He shall go in unto the King of kings, and the power of the Holy Spirit and the secret of the Lord shall be with him. He shall go out. This blessing is much forgotten. We go out into the world to labor and suffer. But what a mercy to go in the name and power of Jesus. We are called to bear witness to the truth, to cheer the disconsolate, to warm, to warn the careless, to win souls and to glorify God. And as the angel said to Gideon, Go in this thy might. Even thus the Lord would have us proceed as his messengers in his name and strength. He shall find pasture. He who knows Jesus shall never want. Going in and out shall be alike helpful to him. In fellowship with God he shall grow, and in watering others he shall be watered. Having made Jesus his all, he shall find all in Jesus. His soul shall be as a watered garden, and as a well of water whose waters fail not. 
All right. Well, that is our episode for the day. I thank you for coming and spending time with me. I continue to pray um, that this time together in the word um, helps both of us to become more saturated in the word of God as we need to be. That is the only way um, between that and our study and our meditation and sitting under the proper preaching and teaching of the word. That is the only way that we are going to be saturated enough that we truly walk like Christ's body, like the body of Christ, which is what we are called to do. So I would pray that that is the case. Again, I hope you have a wonderful day. I would continue to implore you to do all that you do for the glory of God. Um, again, if you don't have some place, um, you can't physically join anybody else. Join us at 1230 PM Eastern standard time. Uh, like I said, we will be live streaming on Facebook and on Twitter. Um, and I hope to see you Monday morning. All right, let's go ahead and close out with the Lord's Day evening prayer. Let's pray. Most holy God, may the close of an earthly Sabbath remind me that the last of them will one day end. Animate me with joy that in heaven praise will never cease, that adoration will continue forever, that no flesh will grow weary, no congregations disperse, no affections flag, no thoughts wander, no will droop, but all will be adoring love. Guard my mind from making ordinances my stay or trust, from hewing out broken cisterns, from resting on outward helps. Wing me through earthly forms to thy immediate presence. May my feeble prayers show me the emptiness and vanity of my sins. Deepen in me the conviction that my most fervent prayers and most lowly confessions need to be repented of. May my best services bring me nearer to the cross and prompt me to cry none but Jesus. By thy spirit give abiding life to the lessons of this day. May the seed sown take deep root and yield a full harvest. Let all who see me take knowledge that I have been with thee, that thou hast taught me my need as a sinner, hast revealed a finished salvation to me, hast enriched me with all spiritual blessings, hast chosen me to show forth Jesus to others, hast helped me to dispel the mists of unbelief. O great Creator, mighty Protector, gracious Preserver, Thou dost load me with loving kindnesses, and hast made me Thy purchased possession, and redeemed me from all guilt. I praise and bless Thee for my Sabbath rest, my calm conscience, my peace of heart. Amen. Alright again, I hope you have yourself a wonderful day, and I hope to see you tomorrow morning. Have a good one. God bless. Music